Good morning out there. Happy fall. This is the sustainability sessions and I'm your host, Rebecca Sayre, and I'm excited uh, for our guest this morning, Terry Thalen of Living Shelter Architects, who's actually the former host of this program. Iteration who gave me the opportunity to be a host. Um, so hi, Carrie. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, Rebecca, and everybody out there. I'm doing great. Um, happy Friday. Yay, Friday. And uh, it's a special day that we get to have you on because tonight you are emceeing the uh, Northwest Eco Building Guild's um, Green Building Slam which is the last day of what has been their annual slam slash summit. It's been two days of workshops and people in the green building, landscaping, sustainability, sort of, and the philosophical aspects of this work. It's a hard thing at 8.04 in the morning. <laughs> um, doing some conferencing and then tonight is kind of the big splash where it's uh, the slam and it's 10 presenters kind of a ted talk style format 10 presenters 10 minutes 10 slides sharing all kinds of great ideas concepts projects and it's really you know looking at the, the future and the possibility around how we can live and build sustainably equitably fairly affordably um and that's happening tonight and you're the MC. that's right that's right cool. it is that really cool i have presented at this event i think nine out of the last 13 years oh wow so i um am so honored to come in kind of on the other side and yeah. host it and MC it and um talk about some of these projects a little bit as an introduction of things that I'm excited to see happening out there. It's always been a fun event and really open to the public where the summit is more focused on people in the industry and education around that. Mm -hmm. And the summit or the, the slam is then blowing open the doors and inviting in the public to really enjoy some great presentations. Yeah, and of course, it's important to note this is virtual this year, all virtual. Yep. You can um, get your tickets um, by going to northwestgreen.org. You can still get tickets for this evening. I believe it's 35 bucks for guild members and 50 for non-guild members. You can also today, and I'm double-checking if you can after the fact, get tickets for various prices about 100 150 to access the replays of the summit um conferences um and i'm waiting for a text back to confirm if people can do that like even tomorrow i'm not certain i will let folks know but check out northwest green dot org slash ticketing and you can find out a whole bunch of uh, information about how you can get involved specifically definitely in the slam tonight which takes place from six to nine virtually uh live slash virtually it's so weird and right. um <laughs> well there, there are other resources as well to, to dig into um some of these great topics like what are you going to be talking about today 
this evening, Terry, with these folks? Um, well, I'm going to do some updates around some projects that or a project that is near and dear to my heart that I am um, working on in my firm. Um, and that's Brighton Bush Hop Springs, which ah. is um, like a, a favorite escape for a lot of people. And they were yes. really hit hard by the wildfires last year. And so we've been helping them rebuild. So I'm going to give some updates so about that. And then, my gosh, we've got 10 really interesting projects from, you know, the very from landscape, uh, low impact landscaping and rainwater catchment and um, green roofs to um, creating new homes, both in a single family and community aspect um, and ways that people are doing this that are, you know, pushing the boundaries and setting some new um, goals that we can all be inspired by right on and for my list here we've got i mean just to kind of take some of the titles and sort of expand on on that nice little summary first of all i want to say very excited about brighton bush however i actually was just talking with my so i'm about to turn 50 on november 12th it's kind of a big oh. and i was just talking with my honey about what we're gonna do and and i threw out brighton bush as a as a goal so He's making some sort of plan, so I may I may go down and see your work shortly. <laughs> that was my number one choice. Oh. Um, but the topics for the slam tonight include um, again 10, 10 things, ten minutes, ten slides, um, such as blowing off the lid on affordable housing. There's a lot of topics on affordable housing, so again, as we look at green and sustainable. What, one of the great things I love about the Guild and the folks involved is you're really looking at the intersectionalities of, of access and, and affordability and, and these pressing issues that we're dealing with uh, these days. You're also going to be talking to, um, I believe, the designer or the architect of Portland's first straw bale house, which yes. is... Yes, and that's Mark Lakeman, and he's he's been doing such great work for so long. I am really excited to see what he's been up to this last year right on um, let me run through a couple more of these titles here then i'd like to circle back and dig into what's so cool about that particular project and and, and a few of these things but just to kind of give folks out there an idea of what uh, you can see at this evening's uh slam northwestgreen.org find out more um you get this Portland's for straw bale house, affordable housing. There's several actually topics on various uh, various aspects of affordable housing. One is a zero energy uh, multifamily housing project, which is that's really exciting to me. Right. Let, let's how to again let's how to live and how to live off the grid. Um, leaving a garden legacy. I think that was the landscaping project you mentioned, and it's a, a really neat approach of how do you protect the plants that that are there again really just a holistic approach of like how are we how are we gardening how gardening how are we taking care of the land and you know protecting native plants native species but it's not not all about ripping things up and putting a whole bunch of things in but it's like let's take care of what's there um 
There is some really great stuff with the uh, Rain Changers program, how to use the city of Seattle and King County and many counties throughout our state have so many resources available to help homeowners, renters, all sorts of folks um, manage stormwater, mm -hmm. um, water catchment, all sorts of things to reduce our impacts on Puget Sound and have healthier gardens. And um, so that's one of the things you're all gonna be talking about. And then you're, I'm really excited to see the report. Um, I love green roofs, I love green infrastructure. It's something that I get really excited about. Do you have a report from somebody who's had a, a green roof for 16 years? And just reporting back on how that's working, which I think is really um, important data to have. It, it is. And so often people will do a project and then we don't really see what happens with it down the road. So having somebody come back and he's going to show uh, both the in-process photos. So as it was going together, so we can see the details, how he um, resolved some of the questions around how do you do an affordably built green roof on a residential structure. Most green roofs are um, applied over larger commercial, you know, flat roofs. Mm -hmm. uh, so helping us understand how we might do something like that ourselves on our own place. And then, you know, how is it performing? And have there been any problems? And we learn from each other so much in, in these situations. Um, and that's, I mean, the Eco Building Guild is really about education and helping each other um, get to that next level. It's, it's a very non-competitive group of professionals, which is um, nice. unusual. <laughs> very collaborative. It's interesting to me. Um... You know, my background was in predominantly in the nonprofit sector. And so I, I came into um, when I started doing real estate with Infinity Real Estate uh, in development and in Fremont, we're a pretty collaborative body. Um, but I was very shocked, to be honest, at how competitive real estate is given the community from which I came. And mm. it's not like, oh, hey, we've got a problem. Let's all go sit around a conference table and talk about it. Right. That, that's not really how it tends <laughs> to go. But um, I think there should be more of that. I think there's a lot of learning and sharing that we can all do because um, the residential and commercial real estate sectors also really need to look at how we can do things sustainably. But this particular body, the Northwest Eco Building Guild, you can find out more about them and I will be talking about them throughout this broadcast at ecobuildingguild.org. Ecobuilding.org. Actually, it's okay. ecobuilding.org. The you. guild yeah. isn't part of that name. I always <laughs> not not part Thank of the, the URL. I always do that at uh, yeah, ecobuilding.org. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And um, they've got classes and workshops. They've got a great class on biomimicry in the built environment that I'll be talking about a little bit more later, but that's coming up on October 27th at 6.30, also virtual. But yeah, the Guild and this SLAM and these projects are, are really collaborative and it's an opportunity for folks to learn what's happening out there and what we can do and how we can rethink these things. And, and yeah, learning the, the practical things like the landscaping, the green roof for residential. And then I, I just love that you're gonna be breaking that down into 
what's working, what's not that, that teachable set of lessons so that it, it takes it from this groovy idea of like, oh, wow, I wish I could do that to, oh, I can do that. And it's not going to be that expensive. And if I do X, Y, Z versus ABC, I'll save money. I'll do better. It'll work better. And, and we can make these things, we can normalize these things instead of, instead of making them groundbreaking, it could just be a standard way of building. Right, right. And it's funny with the green roofs, it brought up some memories back in the late 90s or early aughts, the Northwest Eco Building Guild had a green roofs kind of experimental project where they sponsored 20 green roofs around the city oh, wow. and tried different ways of making this work on on small projects and there were some mixed results but it was all a huge learning experience and then to to hear that michael Lari is going to come talk about his i was thinking it was the same time frame but it he must have done his after the Guild's Green Roof Project, and maybe he was inspired by all these different ones and yeah. from from that, uh, how to do it on his. So I'm excited to hear more about that. Very, very cool. And um, let's talk about also, just since you are our guest and you have been working in the region since 1992 on um, all sorts of, you know, lower impact, resilient building structures. We've got just a few minutes before we go to break and I wanna dive into this stuff a little bit more, but just tell us a little bit about who you are. Okay. What, what you do. All right. Well, I am, I am an architect. Um, I am a self-taught architect. So I came into this career thinking I was just gonna draw houses and then um, ending up being in a position of getting enough experience to take my licensing exams um, just a couple of years before I started my own firm. And then as I started my firm, I was realizing that the work I was doing was not in alignment with my personal values. And it's like, okay, I'm in business for myself. I can do whatever, I can focus on whatever means the most to me. So I made a determination after seeing some an article about straw bale construction that's like within the next five years, I want to be doing nothing but smaller sustainable projects. It took about eight to get there, but I have to say setting that intention is what made the difference. Mm -hmm. And since then, I've been involved in about 25 straw bale designs and um, workshops where I teach people how to do this. I haven't done that for a few years. I'm getting to an age that, you know, bucking bales and, and being on my feet for 15 hours a day is a little outside my capacity, but I'm trying to build a team that can do that. Yeah, um, and, and then about um, five there years ago, we started to shift into more work with um, nonprofits and mission-based organizations, as well as doing residential work. So we now have a wider range of project types and i've got a team of five people that um, we work together we had a great um, collaborative design session yesterday 
um, three different projects got five eye, sets of eyes on them to, to make the design better. Um, and we're located in Issaquah, do work all over the state. Um, and just, you know, keep learning and keep teaching. It's really important to me to continue to learn so I can teach others how to do things in a way that'll be less impactful. Um, so that's. I, I love it. I'm, I'm thrilled that you're here. I'm thrilled that you were hosting the Green Building Slam this evening from six to nine virtually. This is, I'm just looking at the clock here. Mm -hmm. uh, you all can go check out uh, Terry's website at livingshelter.com, correct? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <Double> <laughs> right now. And um, you can find out about her architectural work there. Uh, I'm Rebecca Sayre. This is the Sustainability Sessions. And we are talking with Terry Phelan. And we're talking about tonight's Green Building Slam. And we'll be back in a moment. Set your intention. Dream with care. Living Shelter Architects offers innovative design solutions for healthy and resilient homes, restorative small businesses, and mission-driven organizations with the goal of positively impacting our community and our planet. They strive to make sustainable design affordable and accessible. Based at Issaquah, Washington, they serve their Pacific Northwest clients from the San Juan Islands to the Yakima wine country. For a free consultation, visit livingshelter.com today. Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island time is waiting for you. Mighty House Construction is a family business that knows a well-crafted, comfortable, and healthy home can also be resilient eco-friendly, and energy efficient. They also know that a home that uses less energy to do more things is a home that is built right and will save you money every day. Mighty House Construction has been bridging comfort, quality, and sustainability in Seattle homes for more than 10 years. See their work and learn more about their process at MightyHomeConstruction.com. Are your medical expenses increasing, but your health is not improving? True Health offers unique services where Kasara empowers clients with intuition, education, and proven resources. Better choices can be made when information is available. Now's the time to visit truehealth.com. That's T-R-U health.com. And schedule your appointment to achieve your health goals. Your body will thank you. Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk 1150. Cherish this moment. Cherish this breath. Tomorrow's a new day for everyone. Good morning out there. This is 
the sustainability sessions. I'm your host, Rebecca Sayre. This is part of Lift Your Spirits Radio, a series of radio programs to get people thinking broadly and kindly and positively about what we can do in the world and with ourselves. And our guest today is Terry Thalen. She is an architect with Living Shelter Architects uh, based out of Issaquah. And she's also the MC tonight at uh, the Green Building Slam. And that um, you can find out more about that at northwestgreen.org. And the Green Building Slam is a really cool event. And it comes at the tail of event of a couple days of this year, all virtual meetings um, of green builders, architects, designers, landscape architects, um, big social thinkers about how we can live more sustainably on this planet, really, and starting by working and educating the community. Tonight's slam is 10, it's like a TED, a TED Talk style uh, format, 10 presentations, 10 slides, 10 minutes. Um, and we were just talking earlier about there's just a fabulous, diverse host uh, of people uh, and projects being uh, talked about this evening. And uh, let's go into a little bit uh, more detail. One of the ones that we talked about that is in line with some of the work that you've done as an architect, Terry, is um, the first straw bale house that has been constructed in Portland. Actually, it's not the first straw bale house that's been constructed in Portland. It's the first straw bale house that's been constructed, permitted under the International Building Code's new chapter for straw bale construction. So straw bale construction was recently codified before it always had to be done as an alternative material, but now there's actually a chapter in the code that lays oh, okay. out step-by-step step how they will accept, you know, what, what details they will accept. And so um, although this chapter has been included in the codes, it hasn't been adopted by every jurisdiction, but city of Portland has adopted it. Very cool. So this is a report on how that process went and how working with the codes to do um, this material, use this material that has been, you know, proven to be super energy efficient and um, it's an annual renewable resource and it, you know, it has all sorts of good things going for it. It also builds community because it's typically done in like a workshop or wall raising setting. So um, I'm super excited to hear how Mark Lakeman, who has been doing amazing work for years in the community, as well as his design work, um, what, you know, how hear his story of how this all came together. Um, and the pictures that I've seen of this so far are beautiful. So there's, there's that visual element and this, you know, the each of the 10 speakers has 10 slides. So there'll be 10 images from each of the speakers to help describe the project or the, you know, the, the experience that they're sharing with us. I think that that's, that's really cool. 
and then um there's there's so there's so many other things there's you know and, and what, one thing i love as i've been looking through the list right now is you've got you know built green which is the green building code that we've got here in, in washington for condo remodels again looking at looking at what's real right i like that the guild is and, and these projects are both like how can we dream how can we go beyond but how can we also be centered in what's practical and necessary right right, right. now um yeah. the need for affordable sustainable housing uh, and angela rosman's going to be talking about that um and are you familiar with that project yet or are you going to be learning more about that tonight i'm going to be learning more about that tonight i um i'm not um intimately familiar with any of these projects i've learned about them just in the last um well really the last three weeks as i've been preparing for talking about them tonight um, so i'm i'm excited to hear more about all of these cool well i've got i've got i've got i've got your notes here so i'm going to just say on that one which i think is a pretty exciting one yeah so the need for affordable sustainable housing i mean hello we we need mm -hmm. that and and her notes here is like we have a dual climate and affordable housing we have dual climate and affordable housing emergencies bearing down on our community and world and in order to be truly sustainable, our communities must make note of equitable access to clean, green, affordable housing. She's got communities in Redmond and Kirkland that are 100% LEED Platinum certified. Um, and yet close to three quarters of the residents earn less than 50% of the median, median income. And um, they build without government subsidies. And so that is an example of something that's working and in these notes here it's like we are truly going forward with sustainable equitable future we must join the three pillars of successful communities the environment housing and transportation there's more mm -hmm. there but you can find that out if you go check out the slam tonight uh, again those um you can get tickets for that it's all virtual uh at northwestgreen.org and uh from 6 to 9 p.m. I uh, also just heard from the vice chair of the Northwest Eco Building Guild that if you go on to that site, you see tickets for tonight's slam. And if you're also curious about some of the workshops that have taken place over the last couple of days with the summit, that those will be available. If you purchase tickets, those are available for replay and review for about two weeks which is fantastic. It's actually one of the benefits of having this virtual reality is like you can go back and learn and double check and find references. And um, it's creating like, it's, it's creating a library of, of knowledge that we can continue to share. Correct. And I, yeah, the, the Guild does things in ways that really make it easy for people to learn and, and keep their research fresh um it's it's a great group of people it's yeah. really it's my tribe <laughs> <laughs> but it's not just for professionals such as yourself i actually no. got but when, when i became a real estate agent um because i'm like i'm really interested in this stuff and i don't know how to do it i like it i like people who do it but i want to know more and i want to know how i can connect my clients with infinity real estate um 
to these resources. And so over the last few years, we've been actually working on some 101 uh, level materials too, so that people who are just, who just care about this stuff, but are not, you know, the actual experts can access it, learn it, teach it and, and apply it to projects that they're involved in. Um, but you know about the guild rather deeply because you have been involved with the guilds uh, for many years and in many forms. You were the regional guild president for a while. Is that correct? Um, I was a co-president. Um, there were actually three of us at the time. Uh, Fiona Douglas Hamilton and Ben Kaufman and myself were kind of co-directors for a year. I was vice president for three years before that. I've been, I joined the guild back in like, I think 95 or 96 because I was wanting to grow my business in that direction. And that was the best networking um, move I ever made. And then as I began to learn more, I decided to take on um, some more volunteer responsibilities with them and got into the leadership for a while. And um it was a good thing there um i just i it the guild used to have an annual retreat which has been um, kind of morphed into the summit that has been going on for the last couple of days but it used to be that we would go to a place um in the woods and have these sessions where um we were all learning for, from each other and we had a lot of social time that would be like a long weekend once a year I miss those but they were uh, not as inclusive as the ones in in town which right. now have become virtual or you know have been virtual for the last couple of years and hopefully we'll go back to a live event um, I hope they end up too long alive live event that is very well taped because I really, I mean, personally, I had a really busy couple of days. I'm sure other listeners out there are like, man, I would love to learn this stuff. I didn't have time or I didn't know about it, but because it's virtual, you can go back, you can buy, you can buy your ticket, even if you haven't done so already and, and learn. And, and you can go to the summit uh, workshops and check those out as well as the slam that's going to be from six to nine tonight. Um, and Terry, you also, cause you, you just steeped yourself in this work in so many ways. And in, in fact, I know you because I was once a guest on your radio show <laughs> you had with Laura Block Elflin, um, prior to handing it off to me. Um, and so t tell me, tell me a little bit about your, your radio. Oh, career or whatever um, you want to call that. Yeah, well, actually, I started a radio program back in 2008, when you know, business slowed down, and I felt like I really needed to affect exponential change. Um, mm -hmm. Because I was learning more about how, how much damage the built environment can cause if it's not put together well. And I wanted to help people understand that. So I did an online radio show, talk show, where I interviewed um, some of my some of my uh, mentors, some of my heroes in the green building industry from around the country, um, and I did that for four years, and it was such a great experience. 
um, that when Laura Block Elfline reached out to me a few years ago to co-host this same program, the sustainability sessions, I thought, yeah, that could be a lot of fun. So I stepped back into it. I think we only did it together for about six months. And then Rebecca, you were able to step in because both of us were so busy that we were having a hard time fitting it into our schedules. So um, I, I became very comfortable talking to people um, where I used to be a bit more shy, being on the radio on a regular basis was the best thing I could do for getting comfortable with public speaking. Well, there you go. I, I've appreciated the opportunity myself. Um, frankly, the, the thing that it's helping me the most with is listening. Mm, yes. I can talk. I always, we often all need to work on our listening. Um, but yeah, I just think it's it's so exciting. And again, this is, I think, exam an example of the nurturing and the sharing of the Northwest Eco Building Guild community. And it's it's an example where the, the many facets of this work, real estate um, that I'm in, because uh, again, if you've got people who are buying homes or selling homes, there are all sorts of decisions being made. Um, yeah. And I would like it to, I would love to see a world where in, in the same vein, just as easily, and this this you know, delves into the financing and the resources and, and how contractors work. It's just as easily to put in a easy to put in a green roof, or water catchment, or you know, easy to access a paper stone or various other sustainable materials. As it is, just the like, oh, you know what? We need to bump out the kitchen. You know, <laughs> well, and things have become more and more available mm -hmm. in, in the last 20 years things have uh, you know you can you can go to a store at least in in our area you can go to a variety of places and find these um, sustainably made and healthy materials to use whether it's in your garden or in your kitchen remodel or you know in your you know your transportation choices you've exactly you yeah. know it's certainly the clients that come to us at infinity we we do get a number of folks who are interested in in green and sustainable uh, because that's part of what we advertise right but a lot of folks that i talk to are they're interested in it they're just like is that hard I mean, and this is something that I think is so important. And again, resources like the SLAM and the summit that we're talking about right now that's going on this week. Um, it's important to have resources to help people answer the questions and, and, and normalize these things. It's like, oh, of you know, maybe someday 10 years down the road, let's just, just put a pin in that. But what if darn near every building in that was newly built or even remodeled had a green roof on it. I mean, could you imagine the, Im the impact that would have for how we clean our waterways, how we provide shade and shelter and, you know, food nourishment for critters. And mm -hmm. it would fundamentally change how we live, but in reality, what it would be doing and sort of how I see it is just 
restoring the balance. It's simply restoring the balance. It's putting green back into all these places that we just made gray because a hundred or so <laughs> years ago and up until just, you know, recently, the idea of like, oh, we just cut it down and we put something there. Yeah. Um, you know, we can do better. We can do better. And we are doing better. Mm -hmm. um, the codes are even changing to allow us or to kind of push us to do better, which, you know, between the energy codes and things like, you know, mm -hmm. straw bale code in city of Portland um, are helping us get there by kind of nudging the, the folks that may not find it easy at first, but once mm -hmm. they've done it, it's like, that's the way it's done now. Exactly. Just, just cha changing our norms and, and, you know, I'm really interested in how to make these things implementable and possible so that it's, it's not like, oh, I have to do it. It's like, oh, sure. Not a problem. Yeah. Yeah. We can serve our clients and serve our community at the same time. I'm looking at the time and we are in already at 840. It's always amazing how quickly these things go. So we're going to yeah. go to break. Okay. Uh, I am your host, Rebecca Sayre. This is the Sustainability Sessions, part of Lift Your Spirits Radio. My awesome guest today is Terry Thalen from Living Shelter Architects. She's going to be hosting the Green Building Slam tonight. Uh, we will be back in just a few minutes. And if you want to find out about this slam, you can go to northwestgreen.org. Our Energy Matters Tip of the Week with Dina Marie. Be spontaneous. The universe likes nothing more than serendipitous, whimsical winks that they can give us when we're being playful and having fun and being in the flow. When we plan every day, each moment, the universe has a hard time making the call to us. And sometimes we have a hard time actually listening even if they do make the call. So when I take people on retreats, they say, so what are we doing today? And I say, I have no idea. And as soon as we start moving out, things just start to happen. They fall into place and people are magically happy and thrilled to find synchronicities the whole way. So if you really want to change your energy and shift your life, have a day or even go on vacation and make no plans. That's the most important thing about synchronicities and those winks. So our Energy Matters tip of the week with Dina Marie is being spontaneous. Do you feel stressed, exhausted, or burned out? Would you like to identify your unique warning signs and know what to do? Are you ready to learn how to calm your system and increase your energy so you are healthier, happier, and more productive? Learn from an expert. I transform my life from burnout to bliss, and you can too. Go to MarlaWilliams.net, click on Learn, and sign up for my Burnout Prevention Formula course and move from burnout to bliss in just six weeks or less. Are you looking for a realtor? Rebecca Sayer from Infinity Real Estate and Development in Seattle is a real estate broker with a passion for helping people with an enjoyable and successful home buying experience. Infinity is focused on empowering positive futures for each of our clients as well as the community. With a deep local knowledge in green and sustainable properties and housing models, Rebecca is committed to connecting people with the right property. She can help you access a home that will increase your quality of life, reduce electromagnetic and toxic product exposure, plus your carbon footprint. 
Rebecca serves on the Northwest Eco-Building Guild's Education Committee, where she is helping develop a series of courses for people who have an interest in living more sustainably, be it in a home or an apartment, through classes that share the tricks, tools, and resources available. To connect with an agent that serves you and your community, reach out to Rebecca at Rebecca at InfinityRed.com today. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 AM KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries, you can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. An alternative to everything else on your radio dial. Alternative Talk 1150. Good morning out there. Welcome back. This is the Sustainability Sessions. I am your host, Rebecca Sayre. It is a beautiful Northwest fall morning. Uh, my guest today is Terry Thalen of Living Shelter Architects, former host of this program. And tonight's MC of the uh, Northwest Eco Building Guild's uh, Slam, where it is like a TED Talk style format, super cool. It's 10 slides, 10 presenters, 10 minutes, and they're going to be sharing all kinds of things uh, tonight virtually uh, from green landscaping to affordable housing to passive houses to multifamily zero energy homes to uh, the new code that the city of Portland has adopted that allows for straw bale houses to be codified into the standard building codes of the city, which is a huge deal, um, to rain garden, cistern, and various other rainwater catchment uh, resources available uh, throughout from um, our cities and counties uh, in, in Western Washington through the Rain Changers program, all kinds of good stuff. Um, and Terry is going to be emceeing tonight from her home. We were just talking about <laughs> The fun and challenge of trying to figure the logistics of that out. Yeah, finding finding a great backdrop and good lighting for you know, being able to for everybody to see my face while I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's it's funny. The Green Building Slam used to be known as the ten by ten by ten right. because of the ten presenters with ten slides each and each having ten minutes. Um, I'm not sure why they changed it to the slam. I think it was because not everybody understood what 10 by 10 by 10 meant. But that's what I thought. For those listening, it's the same, uh, same event. So if you have heard of the 10 by 10 by 10 before and haven't heard of the Green Building Slam, it's, it's the same thing, just a new name. Gotcha. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah. And again, People, if you're interested in checking this out, you can go to Northwest Green, excuse me, northwestgreen.org. Um, tickets are 35 bucks for um, Guild, Northwest Eco Building Guild members, $50 for non-members. 
You can go back and replay these things. There are also various tickets available for uh, the workshops that have taken place over the last couple of days uh, through the Green Building Summit. Um, so that's really a beautiful thing of this virtual format is you could actually go back if you weren't able to attend in real time, you can attend and you can review and you can learn some of these incredible resources that are being put forward and shared into our community. Another, uh, another thing that I'd like to mention is the format that, or the platform for this particular um, presentation uh, conference, the, the whole conference um, is on a, a, your desktop looks like a um, conference seating area with tables and chairs, and you can click on the different tables to talk to people virtually, you know, in, in a, a chat for just, you know, whatever, if you see someone you know, or if there's a speaker that you had just heard in like the first half of the um, the slam that you want to go ask questions, they will be there in the break and able to network and answer your questions and talk with you. So there's a networking session beforehand be between 5.30 and 6, and then one around 7.30 and then another one around nine o'clock after the last presentation. So I think that to me is the, the best way of having these kind of virtual um, conferences and seminars is actually being able to do little breakout chats and talk with the people. Oh, sure. Because that's missing with so many of the like Zoom calls. You've got the whole group there. You can't just go have a little conversation. Um, so I'm uh, really promoting the the way that they've chosen to do this. Uh, I think it's it's the I've I've attended lots of virtual conferences over the last couple of years. And this is the best format that I've seen the best platform cool. that I've been involved in. So I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that, you know, again, as we've been talking throughout the show, this is uh, an, a natural outgrowth of the Northwest Eco Building Guild that I'm involved in as a real estate agent that you've been involved in as an architect for many years. Um, this is an opportunity to share these resources with our community and get more people aware of and kind of normalizing these resources and making this, you know, if we build and live sustainably, well, we're going to all be better off. <laughs> and uh, the next class that uh, uh, you can find out more resources about the Northwest Eco Building Guild at uh, ecobuilding.org. And their next class uh, is on October 27th. And it's a, about a topic that I just love, and that's biomimicry in the built environment. So nature is an incredible teacher. And uh, there's so many things that when we fashion our construction after what nature is, can teach us, um, they're better, stronger, more efficient. And so on October 27th, Biomimicry in the Built Environment is an online class offered by the Northwest Eco Building Guild. And I believe those classes, usually it's a donation format, but it's about 20, 30 bucks, starts at 6.30. And you can find that out, more about that at ecobuilding.org. And 
Terry, let's just go back a little bit and how you got here is you are with Living Shelter Architects. You've been doing all sorts of sustainable structures in the Northwest for a while. Yeah, this is 29 years now. Um, and we we focus on smaller uh, projects, you know, custom residential you know, remodels and custom homes that are in that like 3000 square foot and smaller size. And then working with mission driven organizations to uh, create spaces for their people and their services. Um, like we've been working with Posado Safe Haven up in Monroe, who is a animal sanctuary. I've been working with them for a few years now on different projects. And working with Brighton Bush Hot Springs to get them rebuilt after they lost all their guest housing in the fires last year. Um, working with Apoyo Food Bank in Ellensburg to create a new facility um, using natural materials. Um, so those are some of the, the larger projects that we've been focused on in the last few years. Um, but again, always mission driven, always looking at how can we provide a healthy, sustainably built long lasting and accessible place for people, um, places that people interact with on a daily basis. So that's, that's really our focus and um, been in business for 29 years now, it'll be, you know, 30 years next year's the, the big, like, celebration. Big three O. Yes. Does it feel, does it feel, I mean, so I'm about to turn 50. Mm -hmm. which is like I don't even know how that happened do <laughs> <laughs> you feel like oh my goodness I don't even know how I've been in business for 30 years um no <laughs> <laughs> the, it's the the business has has um grown and you know ebbed and flowed so much over that time period that it really does feel like it's been that long so I've worked by myself for several years and then I grew the firm and then I downsized back to myself and then I did the radio show mm -hmm. and then I started growing the firm again in, in 14. So um, yeah, it's, it's been a very, uh, a good ride. <laughs> man that is all we can ask for i swear sometimes it's like right. it definitely can be a wild ride but as long as it comes out more good than otherwise then that's that's such a success and yeah. and one of the things going back to tonight's slam that i i love because again these these processes are also iterative you were sharing earlier about how one of the core things that you've worked on over the last several years straw bale housing um and it's always been a little bit sort of a uh i don't know non-traditional approach right. uh, to housing um at least in today's built environment um is now reaching a new hallmark and it's caught it's got, gotten codified um within the city of portland so well, that's, it's, that's a real game changer yeah and actually it's codified in the the international building code so the the big code that we all use. It's just that not every jurisdiction has adopted it. Um, and there, 
not very many jurisdictions have adopted it, but the city of Portland did. And so we're going to hear about that tonight. Um, there's also inspirational stories of like a family who really wanted to do a passive house and yet had a limited budget and all the challenges that they came up against during the process and how they resolved that and still got to that goal. So that's that's one of the um, the sessions that I'm really looking forward to as well. Um, I I would be going to this if I wasn't doing the uh, emceeing because um, I it's one of my favorite events of the year. Yeah, I find I just really encourage folks. I'm gonna uh, be uh, checking it out myself tonight for sure. Um, I think it's it's just so exciting. And and the good thing is that I'm I honestly am gonna be able to look there for some of it this evening and then i've got some other things i need to do but uh it's because it's virtual it's going to be available for two weeks so get your tickets support this effort and then get back to it when you can if you can't make it tonight it's from six to nine this evening terry phelan my guest today is the mc doing it from your home which is extra interesting and challenging but that's the world <laughs> that we're in today and um yeah, it's gonna. It's it's very inspiring. It's incredible to see what's possible. What I, I and I love that there's that story of, you know, pa I think passive house, which is a zero energy output home. It's a great concept, I, and it's great to hear that someone was able to work through the challenges and work through the bugs of doing it on a limited budget because that that's the kind of narrative I think folks need to hear and be like, hey, this is not just a a lofty goal it's a practical reasonable doable goal right it's possible average folks you just have to be uh, you, you have to be um driven a bit but you also just have to be patient and and see that if you come up against a uh, a little bit of a stumbling block the way around it or the way over it not, and the, when the more people just, do these things, it won't be so challenging. Right. Because we all <laughs> share as we're doing it. That's, mm -hmm. again, one of the, the beauties of the Eco Building Guild is we share what we learn so the, the rest of the uh, community can learn from that and do things better themselves. I so. just think that's that's really the, the thing that I find most exciting is let's let's normalize this stuff bring a little green into the gray of our, our urban spaces. And that just makes us all healthier. It helps us combat climate change, uh, brings in some equity, brings in healthier spaces for, for everyone. And that's, mm -hmm. that's the goal, I, I think. So tonight, again, uh, it's the Green Building Slam. You can go to northwestgreen.org and get your tickets and get all kinds of tickets for earlier programming as well. Terry Phelan from Living Shelter Architects has been our guest today and is the MC tonight. And if you're curious about more about what she's doing, go to livingshelter.org and um, livingshelter.com. Oh, I'm, I'm not a I'm not an org. Livingshelter.com. I I have my notes right here and that's okay. We've been saying I had it down. We've been saying .org because the Eco Building Guild is a nonprofit. Rebecca, right. thank you so much for having me on today. It's been a lot of fun and a great pleasure to 
um, talk about this topic.